today we're here with uh, Kevin Newland from Vision Technologies and Reed Carroll. I'm Gayla Arundel with Corning Optical Communications in the market development function. And we're going to sit here and have a little conversation today about the business as it relates to what we call the core LAN business, the, the core structured cabling side of the business. So. COVID has obviously impacted this um, enterprise uh, business, you know, with the offices not coming back to full capacity, et cetera. So how has Vision sort of coped with this, pivoted maybe, and, and where are you seeing the opportunities now as it relates to the core land? Well, as you can imagine, I mean, that's a huge topic, right? I mean, because that is ever since when COVID hit. Uh, that was the, the you know the top as far as, far as business especially it's like what you know what is going to be the new norm when is going to be the new norm um, and then how do we prepare for that so I mean that, that's kind of been a, a you know constant influx of what that answer is and how to prepare for that um, but one of the things we the biggest trends we've seen coming out of that is flexibility mm -hmm. uh, because you know the new the new normal will be a different normal. So it will be something different, but uh, the more and more you talk to, you know, Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies, large companies with a lot of employees out there, they do talk about we need our people back in the office, mm -hmm. but they want flexibility. Uh, so I think when we're talking to companies and we're talking about helping them, being partners with them, of, of future-proofing for them, um, it's giving them that. Uh, and from an infrastructure standpoint, you know, how can we do that? What can give you the most bandwidth? What can give you the most flexibility? Um, and Corning's been a great partner uh, with us, being able to have those conversations with our customers and our partners. Oh, great, great. Um, so are you seeing any, um, how do you see this, this smart building space? Uh, can you elaborate a little bit more on how you see that trend? Well, it, it's definitely been a trend. So smart buildings or intelligent buildings has been around for 30 years, but mm -hmm. it seems like for 25 years I was vaporware. Mm -hmm. uh, but the last handful of years, it, it's definitely here and, and grown massively. So what we see is a, is a big trend in mixed-use spaces. Uh, in mixed-use plan campuses, and what that means us from a technology perspective, you're doing a lot of uh, converged technologies, a lot of um, energy efficiency, a lot of hoteling, you got it, a lot of sensors, physical security, and we definitely find ourselves getting into the OT space too. So we're in the IT space with security and AV and, and infrastructure and wireless and sensors, and in the OT space with HVAC control, energy control, lighting control, and then one of the cool things that we do as an integrator that a lot of our competitors don't do is we, we take that IT and OT technologies and we converge them onto one platform and we allow a customer the ability to manage all those uh, energy sources, all those systems from one plane of glass and do it locally or remotely. And so, you know, it's been a big boom for us in terms of our technology and our growth. Cool. So um, we talked, you just mentioned a lot about the government or the federal space. Obviously, we've seen a lot of, um, a lot of investment from the, uh, especially here in the U.S. on the, on the Fed and government space. Um, how has Vision sort of um, approached that market and, and what kind of success have you seen? I'll let you uh, speak more. Okay, so um, we play in a little bit in the DOD space, a lot in civilian agency space. And what we see in the government right now is, is a lot of it mirrors the, um, the commercial markets in terms of the advances in technology. 
So they're definitely, first of all, they're definitely focused on security, securing the network, securing data. But beyond that, a big use of um, infrastructure, of bandwidth, of wireless. It's got to be secured wireless and a lot of video teleconferencing and AV and, and physical security. So you think about the, uh, the infrastructure behind that, a lot, of, a lot of wired infrastructure, a lot of wireless infrastructure, and also a lot of DAS or cellular reinforcement in those organizations because the use of uh, tablets or smartphones is ubiquitous. So I think it's, um, you know, Corning and Vision have, uh, have seen a lot of growth in the, in the civilian agency space. Right. And fiber obviously plays a very important Absolutely. role in, in keeping your network secure, right, both from a physical um, point And we still see a lot of the traditional where we, we saw a lot of fiber on, on government agencies, you know, uh, of SCIFs. Mm -hmm. uh, and you mentioned secure, right? And, and, you know, it's interesting what Kevin said as far as, you know, the, the federal mimicking what the enterprise has done. We see a lot of that from the enterprise kind of mimicking on the SCIFs. Mm -hmm. So now SCIFs can be a generic word, you know, secured, compartmentalized. Uh, but a lot of enterprise uh, facilities are doing SCIFs as well. Mm. And so the, the fiber is a natural play uh, right. for that, you know, every time. Right. And, and of course, Corning has the full secure solutions portfolio exactly. that, that yeah. is very much uh, for those that SCIF <clears throat> applications. So great. So kind of talking about smart buildings again and, and technology, um, obviously we've seen fiber, you know, getting to the building. I think most, most of the carriers have switched their networks over to fiber. And the fiber has definitely, you know, gone into the vertical of the building. But we still see the, the horizontal of the building being predominantly, you know, a LAN coupled structured mm -hmm. cabling solution. But... Uh, more and more, we see the the movement towards fiber getting closer to the edge. So, how do you see that trend, and, and are you seeing a, a, a pickup in that area? I think we definitely see it. I mean, it give uh, copper manufacturers credit for um, the technology advances and the encoding scheme advances. Copper has had a long life, but uh, but fiber has become more and more prevalent all the way to the edge or all the way to the device. I think part of that is the uh, the chipsets on the fiber uh, components. I think it is um, the bandwidth needs, uh, especially when you see the prevalence of wireless and 5G and secure networks. Uh, fiber is becoming more and more uh, the preferred critical infrastructure. And I think the price point is working for when you look at customers and they want that bandwidth and that future proofing. Uh, and that density and price point is really crossing where copper has had a strength historically, but we see more and more fiber all the time. Right. Yeah, I would agree on that. I mean, especially with the price point. I mean, it's definitely. And then I think a preconceived notion of, uh, and unfortunately, I have been in the industry for a little while. Yes. <laughs> we all have. Not to get my age away, but I've been around. And so there was that, you know, of durability. Of glass breaking, mm -hmm. if you will, and that you know, like, so you're a little more cautious of running to the desktop, uh, which is not the truth, right? I mean, I mean, uh, we have bad examples <laughs> of uh, other uh, trades out there using our uh, fiber to hold up other things, time and knots, and it's still passing tests. It's still you know being durable and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I think we're past that as, as well as the price point, but also just the, the durability and the flexibility of it. Right. And do you see, um, I mean, obviously in terms of your technicians being able to do the fiber 
um, that has become easier and more prevalent. It is. I mean, it's a great point. Um, So I've been around a while, too. Terminating fiber, you step to, you know, cleave them and bake them and polish them and all that. Um, Now terminating fiber is easier than terminating copper. And it is, you can do it faster. Right. Absolutely. Especially if you bring, like, in shielded copper and stuff. I mean, 100%. Right. And, you know, just from, from a coining point of view with the fiber to the edge, we're, we're definitely seeing um, a lot of this uptake, especially in some of the, the verticals like hotels, which is the early mm-hmm. adopter, but more and more even in, in enterprise and, and in industry like manufacturing sites. So is that, how you, is that the type of verticals that you're also seeing this fiber to the edge? Smart warehousing absolutely yes. is, a, um, is a booming vertical market. Okay. Uh, you know, when you look at uh, where we're installing a lot of fiber, I mean, we talk about multiple vertical markets, but clearly data centers, uh, which we both play a huge part in, and that's smart manufacturing. Uh, if you think about some of who the hyperscales are and who they support, and you know, when you the prevalence of IoT, smart manufacturing, distribution warehouses is, is being built by some of the biggest companies in this country. We won't name names, but uh, yes, a ton of fiber going in those places. Yeah, and, and Kevin mentioned it earlier, right? The OT and the convergence of OT and IT, and then the smart building, the IIoT. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's almost in every conversation uh, in that vertical. Great. Well, we very much look forward to uh, having to, to continuing this journey with with vision and you know following the money and definitely the smart smart area of buildings or manufacturing, etc. Is has a lot of life still. For, um, for this core land business and where the growth is going to come from. So thank you very much. Thank you. And thank we you. look forward to working with you. Thank you very much.